Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Wednesday, March the 8th, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley, reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm, south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by the Founders Trading Post, featuring our very own gourmet coffee, Capuchin Dark Roast, in whole bean and fresh ground. Start your morning like a crusader with a fresh brewed cup of Capuchin Dark Roast coffee, available at mikechurch.com forward slash shop. Here's what to listen for this hour. EU executive to propose countries set own fiscal targets for 2024. Growing number of January 6th defendants ask judges to delay trials in light of newly released footage. Two Mexican kidnapping survivors returned to the United States, and Jeff Bezos's massive new $500 million superyacht comes complete with helipad and pool. EU executive to propose countries set own fiscal targets for 2024, our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. The European Commission is likely to propose on Wednesday that EU governments set their own deficit-cutting goals when they prepare draft budgets for 2024, pushing ahead with its idea of country-specific debt reduction paths, as EU officials said. The United States should never underestimate the power and influence of the European Commission, especially in relation to economic matters. For the Crusade Channel and Political Affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. A growing number of people charged with crimes related to the January 6th, 2021 breach of the U.S. Capitol are requesting trial delays so they can review the newly disclosed footage. Shane Jenkins became one of the latest defendants when he filed a motion through an attorney to delay the trial due to the disclosure of some 41,000 hours of security footage from January 6th. Mr. Jenkins requests his trial currently set to begin on March 21st of 2023, be moved so defense counsel can review the additional discovery. His attorney, Dennis Boyle, wrote in the motion, Republicans, having taken control of the House of Representatives in January, disclosed the footage to Fox News and said they were granting access to any defendants who want to view the video. This includes some 25,000 hours of footage that Jenkins hasn't been able to review, according to the new filing. Two Americans who survived a violent kidnapping in Mexico have been returned to the United States and are in a hospital in Texas. They had been kidnapped at gunpoint during cartel crossfire in Mexico, just hours after the pair were reportedly found at a clinic in the northeastern border city of Matamoros. One of the survivors was reported to have been seriously injured. The bodies of two who were killed will be examined by Mexican authorities before being repatriated to the United States. It was revealed earlier on Tuesday that two of the four Americans who were victims of the kidnapping died in the incident. The shocking tragedy unfolded on Friday when Latavia Tay McGee, Shahid Woodard, Zindel Brown, and Eric James Williams were abducted by gunmen in broad daylight shortly after they crossed the Texas border into the crime-ridden city of Matamoros. The foursome, who are all friends from South Carolina, had traveled to Mexico so McGee could undergo a tummy tuck operation, relatives said. Our quote of the day Ours is the spirit of the Eucharist, the total gift of self, St. Catherine Drexel. 
And coming up, our saint of the day, he was advised his desire for martyrdom was not spiritually well-based, and that he should be more actively involved in tending to the needs of others rather than in enduring personal hardships. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. Hey folks, it's the King Dude here. It's Lent, and I know that you're still eating, and I know that most of you aren't just eating locust and honey and wild lettuce. So if you are eating and maybe you're sautéing or maybe you're grilling, let me give you a Lenten tip. My Acadiana steak seasoning works fantastic on any seafood, that's shrimp, fish, etc., and any veggie you want to sauté, you want to marinate, or you want to grill. Get yourself a bag or six at shop.mikechurch.com and have a safe, blessed, penitential Lent. Our saint of the day is St. John of God. John gave up his Christian faith while a soldier, but at the age of 40 realized the depth of his sinfulness and then pledged to give the rest of his life to God's service. He headed at once for Africa, where he hoped to free captive Christians and possibly to be martyred. He was soon advised his desire for martyrdom was not spiritually well-based, and he returned to Spain and the relatively ordinary activity of a religious goods store. Yet he was still not settled. Moved initially by a sermon of St. John of Avila, he one day engaged in a public beating of himself, begging mercy and wildly repenting for his past life. Committed to a mental hospital for these actions, John was visited by St. John, who advised him to be more actively involved in tending to the needs of others rather than in enduring personal hardships. John gained peace of heart and shortly after that left the hospital to begin work among the poor. He established a house where he wisely tended to the needs of the sick poor, at first doing his own begging. But excited by the saint's great work and inspired by his devotion, many people began to back him up with money and provisions. Among them were the Archbishop and Marquis of Tarifa. Behind John's outward acts of total concern and love for Christ's sick poor was a deep interior prayer life, which was reflected in his spirit of humility. These qualities attracted helpers who, 20 years after John's death, formed the Brothers Hospitallers, now a worldwide religious order. John became ill after 10 years of service, but tried to disguise his ill health. He began to put the hospital's administrative work into order and appointed a leader for his helpers. He then died under the care of a spiritual friend and admirer, Lady Anna Osorio. Amazon's Jeff Bezos's $500 million superyacht Kourou, codenamed Y721, is finally seaworthy. It was spotted in the North Sea after leaving Rotterdam on February 14th. Footage posted by the organization Dutch Yachting Shows. The massive 417-foot vessel's test run came months after it was originally set to be delivered to the 59-year-old billionaire. It requires a 250-foot support vessel that houses a helicopter landing pad for the Blue Origin founder. The megaboat created controversy last year after a report that Dutch officials would have to dismantle the historic Koningshaven Bridge because the 130-foot steel structure wouldn't allow the vessel and its 229-foot masts to pass through. Following an uproar from residents, local leaders decided the plan was a bridge too far no pun intended, and the boat was towed from its construction location to another shipyard in a nearby town without its masts. Citizens of Rotterdam reportedly swore in February that should Bezos's superyacht traverse the Dehef Bridge, they would pelt it with eggs in protest. And when it finally came time to move the vessel out of its Dutch shipbuilding yard, the decision was made to tow it away under the cover of 
darkness under an abundance of precaution. Koru costs about $25 million a year to run. The pleasure boat can accommodate 18 guests and requires a crew of 40 sailors. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com and stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth.